Welcome to Keys to Your First Rental, the private podcast designed exclusively for soon-to-be real estate investors. If you've dreamt of owning rental properties, you're in the right place. Join Gabby as she sits down with investor clients who share how the Real Estate Bay Agency has taken them from confused to closed. From finding the perfect location, to analyzing rental markets, to securing financing and placing tenants. We equip clients with tools and strategies to make their real estate dreams a reality. Here are their stories. Hey investors, I want you to meet my client, Sharon from Metro Atlanta. Now, Sharon's story is unique just like everyone else's, but hers is quite layered because she comes from a space where she's a mother of two children working two jobs for the last two years. Sharon met me live at my live event, Real Estate Bay Live, several years ago. In her meeting me, she walked up to me and said, I'm going to be working with you. Now, I get that a lot, but Sharon's conviction when she said that let me know that she was not only serious, but she was committed. Later on that year, she went on to become a client, but there lies the issue of struggles. Like many other stories that you've heard before, she was denied lending and the enemy attempted to get Sharon to quit. And this story filled with candor, um, Sharon goes into how she was able to persevere and now she is the owner of a Section 8 rental at four figures. Just like always, I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the story of another client winning at real estate. So how many of you guys want to hear from a real client? So we're going to bring my client, Miss Sharon, up to the, to the webinar stage. She is going to join us. She lives in Georgia. She's going to pop in and chat with us for a little bit. You're going to be able to hear a real client. And here's the thing about all of my clients, y'all. Everybody has a unique path to getting started. Somebody put unique in the chat because if if there's people on here tonight that are going to become clients and we just touch and agree on that, you're going to have a unique path on getting started. We don't care about that. We care that you got started and you got to the goal. Okay. So Ms. Sharon, can you give me a one so I can find you? Um, I just texted you. If you give me a one, you can stand out to me. I don't know how to find you outside of that. Um, <laughs> yes, you're going to have a unique path. Okay, perfect. Maybe I need to stop sharing. my presentation. So maybe if I do that. Oh, okay. Okay. Hello. Hey, Michelle. I can hear you. Hold on. Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. Perfect. Welcome. Thank you so much for doing this. I was like, oh, let me get a live person in here. So you guys, I just texted Miss Sharon just a few hours ago. And so she's jumping on as a favor. And that's just a testament to who I am to people. Because I'd be like, can you help me real quick? Because <laughs> I wanted you to be able to jump on. So how's your day been so far? 
Oh, it was a busy day today, but you know, doing what we have to do. Okay. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. We won't take up too much of your time. I wanted to kind of start off with you telling them, Ms. Sharon, a lot of people think that the clients, and you, you've met a lot of them, they've become friends of yours, but a lot of people think that we, we all rich or we just got a ton of money. So i love for you to talk to us about who you are and kind of your journey into fi finding me. Um, well, as Gabby mentioned, my name is Sharon. I live in Georgia, right outside of Metro Atlanta. Um, and I have two children. I am a full-time employee. Um, I've been working two jobs for the past maybe about two years now. Um, my oldest daughter's in college. And so, you know, all of these things are happening. But I knew I always wanted to, I guess, own real estate. And I do own my primary residence. Um, but I wanted to do a little bit more. And so I came across Gabby's page on Instagram. And I had just started following her. And after looking at a few of the other influencers on social media, Gabby stood out because one, she was Christian and she put that at the forefront of everything that she did. And so for me, that was really pivotal because a lot of people, they profess to be Christian and then behind the scenes, they're doing shady work, right? And so I said, you know what? I just have to get into the room and I booked um, my ticket to go to Reb Live last year. Yes. And so after attending it, I knew on the first day, I, first of all, I was just like, I'm not coming here for nothing. I'm leaving okay. with something, right? <laughs> so I had it in my mind. I already knew I was going to work with her. I just needed to see the see it for myself and make yeah. sure that I'm not getting scammed. And so <laughs> I went and I had an open mind, but everything from the moment that I came in, into the room, it was God-based. Okay. And that is what really touched me. And I was like, this is where I am. This is my yeah. home. This is where I need to be. And um, it was um, further solidified. I just got that confirmation within my spirit that this is where I needed to be. And so I went ahead and signed up with the agency. Yeah. No, that's so good. So you came to the live event. So we do a live event once a year. This year, it's already passed. You came back to that one. Um, and then, so, but you, but you came knowing 90% sure I'm going to work with the agency. I just want to see if fat, my daddy used to say, is fat me greasy, right? Is it right. real? <laughs> so you, you found out we were real. We're real people. We're in St. Louis. We took you into St. Louis houses. You saw all the results. You heard from other clients, even mm -hmm. just like this. And so then we, you joined the agency and then we started doing the work. Can yes. you talk to us? about what happened in your in your unique journey, whatever you want to share from, okay, I joined the agency and okay, I hit a roadblock. What happened, you don't have to share as much as you don't want to, but what happened with that first roadblock and how was the agency there and still able to get you to that, your first rental? Well, my first roadblock uh, came up because I was doing a HELOC to help with getting the funds for closing on the investment property. And so my bank, oh my gosh, Navy Federal, they're great. And, but then again, you know, they're not. So with the HELOC process, they said it was going to take about 75 days. It really took almost four or five months yep. to get through my HELOC process. And so that really delayed. I was expecting to close my first property in 2022. That didn't happen because I had to wait for the HELOC. 
And by the time that the HELOC came through, there were some issues where I had to pay off one of my credit cards. And so they sent the check somewhere and that kind of delayed things another month or two. So finally I was able to get everything squared away and I was funded in July. And within, I would say maybe 30, maybe 40 days, I closed on my first property. So that was in August. Yep, in August year. I have that down. So you got you. And, and I like, I again, I like sharing unique stories because no path to starting is the same. And what the enemy thinks he wants to do, of course, we know he wants to kill, steal, and destroy. But the fourth thing that a lot of us under, underneath that is delay. Mm-hmm. So the enemy believes this happy. Miss Sharon is not the only person that had a delay in funding or this, but if he can get her, if he can get you to quit, he's OK right. with that because that even the, that delays you another year towards wealth. We know that wealth is a weapon because of what Ecclesiastic says about the, about wealth being literally. Open. So that was the enemy's plan. But you had made progress by joining with us yes. and you had that accountability. You had the support. How much access did you have to your realtor and to us during that time? Did we say, oh, well, we'll talk to you later? Or how did it feel going through that almost, you know, four, five, six months? Um, I had I was in contact with my um, agent at least once a week. Um, And if it wasn't her, I believe her name is Janelle. Um, I was in in contact with her. And so she made sure that I was connected with the lender. They did everything on their end. They were, you know, reaching out, checking on Navy Federal, like what is going on. And so we had these group sessions. Um, Gabby, I know that you were doing also group sessions where we had a round table and just trying to understand where our um, pain points were. Yeah. And so that really helped because it kept it on the forefront of our minds. We were constantly reaching out to our banks you know, and doing everything that we possibly can to make sure the process kept going on. And as you said, delay, you know, things were delayed, but delay doesn't mean denial. It was just not for that time. That's right. Mine happened when it was supposed to happen. And so you were in, like she said, you were in constant contact with the agent, real estate bay realtor mm-hmm. with our, Janae is your admin. And so she does administration work, checks on you, checks on files. We also have now, of course, in this year, we have the check-in cash lounges. And we'll talk a little bit about that later, y'all. But one of the things that I really liked about your deal, Miss Sharon, was that even though you started it in 2022, where the average purchase price was about 70000 when we finally got you over to 2023, my fear was like, oh, she's going to have to buy something like really expensive. I, I was like, because it was a different year, it was like the market had shifted. But can you share with them? You went you you got funded in July, you closed in August. So within 30, 45, less than 60 days, mm-hmm. you were closed on your first investment property as a real estate investor. And so can you share with them if you remember, I have it right here, your numbers on that property? How much did you buy it for? If I'm not mistaken, the purchase price was sixty-three thousand. Yep. Um and the ARV is, I think, was 90. And initially, my rents was around 850 or so. And then now that I've closed, we were able to work with Section 8 to get higher rent. And so now the rent is up to $1,000. 
Woo. So you mean to tell me in this, this year, you bought a property for $63,000. People, yes. people are saying that that's not possible, Ms. Sharon. Yes, it is very <laughs> possible. Very possible. Oh, very calm. Um, so people are saying it's not possible. So the other thing we liked about your deal was they wanted 67000 We were able to get that down to sixty-three, So we saved thousands of dollars there. We also were able to get you 2% back in cash yes. at the closing table. So she got cash back at the mm -hmm. closing table to help with. This is what your realtor is doing for negotiations. You got cash back. She had the rental at $800 or so. Work with Section 8. And now the, the rental payment is at $1,000 from August, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the last questions I'll ask, and I'll see if anybody has a question for Ms. Sharon, please just start in the chat really, really quickly. But one of the questions that always I always think about when I think about what we do for clients is, is I'm going to word it like this. If you were to do this in your own market, right, in your own in Georgia's uh Atlanta, say Chicago, Atlanta, Georgia-ish. You're doing this in your own market. How much time? Let me see if it'll let me. How much time and how much? I'm trying to pull your property up. I wonder if it's going to let me show. Okay, there's the property right there. You guys can see it on the screen. Give me a five in the chat if you can see Miss Sharon's property. Yes, Amber, this property was on the market. So now we have a visual. I like to show visuals, Ms. Sharon, so people can know it's not like you bought a shed. Okay. Right. So how much money and how much, first answer the question, how much money would it take you to find a similar property like this in Atlanta? How much would it cost you? Ooh, at minimum, maybe about 125, 130. Um, the market was competitive, but now it's overpriced. And so what you would have purchased a home for two years ago, it's double the price now. Yeah. So it's not affordable in my current market. So, so, I mean, I, I love that for the example that I'm driving home. Um, the Atlanta market for this particular deal, and a lot of my clients are from a lot of you guys live in Atlanta, it's double. So she got this house that you guys are looking at for 63000 and she's estimating... It may have been 120, 130,000 if she did this. Now, the next question I have for you, because some people think, well, I got the money, I can do it. Do you think you could have found, and you maybe you say yes or yes, tell us honestly, you could have found this house, found the funding, got through that long process, and did all of this on your own without the agency? Section 8, 10, everything. And Some how long parts, would it have taken, if, taken you? Some parts. I'm sure that, yes, I probably could have navigated it on my own, but yep. knowing the Section 8 process, probably I, I have no idea about that. Um, yep. Knowing the market, whether or not I will be able to get the rent that I'm expecting, I didn't really do have much knowledge about doing my homework to know about that. Yep. Um, and then just navigating my options in terms of lending to be able to purchase an investment property. I had no idea that, yes, on my income, that I would still be able to have a primary residence, do what I have to do monthly, and still be able to afford an investment property. Um, but, you know, anything is possible with yeah. God, one, and with the right resources, connection to the right resources. And so that's that's key. Um, 
I think, and one of the biggest things with the agency that I liked was it was a one-stop shop. If I would have tried to do it on my own, I would likely have to get subcontractors to go out, hey, do this property inspection. Then I have to get someone to do any fixes that may have been needed. Whereas now I have to shell out money just for inspections alone. And then to get the people to do work and doing different bids, X, Y, Z. Whereas here with the agency, we get it done. It's just a one-stop shop. I don't have to worry about who am I going to find to do work? How am I going to find a tenant? Property management is in-house. Contractors are in-house. They're looking after our properties and I'm not hands on the ground in St. Louis. And so that was key for me. I can be able to purchase in a market that's not in my current living market and still be able to get all the things done that I would have liked to have done had I been boots on the ground in St. Louis. Sure. And stay right there because I love that you're saying I could because we all have the capacity to do some of it because God gave us vision. So he kind of gave you he gave you what you need. But the caveat is what would it have cost you in stress, time, money, resources? Right. And that's the other part. That's why we say 90 days after funding and you did yours in less than 60 is because client says I could probably do this. There's not a single client because it's pretty self-explanatory. Step one, two and three. But the time that it would take you away from your family, away from your free time, away from your job, flying in and out, wherever, or driving if you were in Atlanta and buying there, it would have cost you more in the long run, right? And so a lot of times we think the only currency is money when the true currency is time. How much time did Ms. Sharon win back by leaning into the agency? And then as an alumni, which you're not an alumni yet, you're still actively buying. But when when she becomes an alumni, when you become an alumni, you still have us. So let's say her tenant moves out two years from now. There's not, not a doubt in my mind. She's going to text or email the agency and we're going to re-put a tenant in place. Mm-hmm. Christy has a question for you that says, was working with Section 8, because you did Section 8, was it cumbersome or was it easy? It was actually easy. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do any work. It was um, my agent provided me with the forms. I reviewed the current um, lease and see where we were at in terms of rent in the current lease. And we went up to what the Section 8 allowable increase was, and it got approved within less than 30 days. Thank you for joining us here on this episode of Keys to Your First Rental. We hope you found these authentic stories from everyday people valuable and inspiring. If you know you're ready to get the keys to your first rental, we want to meet you. Head to www.workwithbay.com, complete the quick intake form, and our team will review your details and set you up with next steps. That's it for now. Remember, the keys to your first rental are much closer than you think.